All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into this. It's the Candy Corner. I'm Ken, and this is Andy. We're going to be talking about some things and politics, and if we're lucky, maybe getting to a point where we talk about things I don't give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, we're going to be trying some different things. Hopefully, we can bring in some video on this because of the things that we're going to be talking about. Um, we're taking a different approach from what most people are doing these days with, well, we're going to try. I mean, we're human. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody has a bias. We understand that. We realize that. We realize our own biases. I personally am more liberal, libertarian. Uh, Andy, I think you said you would recognize yourself more as an uh, anarchist. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Leave me the okay. fuck alone. Um, <laughs> and see, that's where you and I get along on a lot of things. Uh, small bit, small government, big, uh, big personal rights. Uh, speaking of personal rights, hold on. Holy shit. The trucker cap has been donned, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. That's right. It's that time. It's that time. <laughs> We're getting serious on this bitch. <laughs> now, um, speaking of personal rights, one of the main things that we've been seeing a lot of is, of course, the obvious censorship, things being taken offline. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter what you are, but race, color, nation, national creed, whatever, uh, or profession. I mean, they're taking doctors offline. They're taken major scientists offline they're taking universities offline um even information on the things that their personal lord and savior dr fauci has said in the past they're taking that down because it contradicts what's being said today and the narrative that they're wanting to push um but back to what i was saying with all of these different circumstances and situations that are playing out in the world right now annie and i want to take a step back and instead of just bringing out things and talking about them as if you know without any sources or sauces as some of the kids say that these days what we want to do is bring up information and if we can load up uh sources sites videos of the people that are saying the things that we're commenting on and letting you the listener make up your own mind it's not our place to try and convince anybody of anything i mean no one's paying us a dime we're doing this on our free time hell we both have families we both have kids um you know all we are is two fucks trying to sit down and make ends meet, you know, with two brain cells rubbing together, create friction. We're mm. just trying to help each other and maybe the listeners figure out what exactly the truth is between all of the lies. Like what's that saying? Real lies, real lies, real lies. So what, <laughs> what, what we're fucking riddling and deuce saying <laughs> is that. <laughs> hey man, it was, I was in fifth grade and I was bored and, and in school suspension. And okay. And I was high, but well, uh, that's everybody in the fifth. So what is it? Right. Um, is there anything in particular you want to talk about first or not? Let you take lead. a stab at it. I'll okay. let you lead. I've been busy all fucking week doing like, you know, productive shit. So I haven't had sure. time to let my brain just kind of go off on a fucking tangent. Sure. Sure. I get you. Well, one of the major things I'm going to pull it up now. Um, I don't know if you can screen share. You should be able to screen share. It should be my screen or how I can do that. Let's see. But one participant can, yeah. So you just click that share screen button on the bottom, you boomer, and you should be able to get it. Nice, nice. Okay. So here's something that I really wanted to share. This is uh, it's a nude. <laughs> it's him on a couch, spread eagle, nude. Okay. Listen, listen. On the I'm cover old. of Homes and Gardens. I'm old. I don't know how to screen share this shit. There's a big fucking button on the bottom that says screen share. I got mute. Stop video participants chat. Oh, screen share. There it is. Right. Oh, yeah. 
Shut the hell up. Post disabled. He went to college, ladies and gentlemen. He went, went to college multiple times. Went to college, and I'm still in college for a dual masters. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yes, I've technically been to college a total of four times. For a total Thank of one, two, God, three, four, five, America. six, seven. You don't seven need to learn how to read rules. to go to college here. That's right. It says host disabled participant screen sharing. Oh, so no. So no. have to do that. <laughs> nice. On. Now, <laughs> the guy who's been to college how many times for how many degrees? About four times. <laughs> there you go. Okay. So we're about on par with each other. Well, on par. Let's see. Do I got? Uh, yeah, all participants. Okay. The, the information go. that you've learned is going to be a lot more applicable to the things that we're going to be talking about, the things that I learned. Hey, if you got a gunshot wound, uh, mass trauma, whatever, I got you. But when it comes to politics and infrastructure of a cell and nucleus and all that, amoeba or whatever the fuck, Vaginas that's, that's and, you. That's and you. Overums and the flight, the Philippine tubes and the Sea of China. That that that's my that's my uh, you know wheelhouse. <laughs> Having knowledge that can't earn you money in a career—that's my specialty. <laughs> Spending decades of your life learning right. shit that'll never that's make right. you money—that's right. that's my specialty. You should be able to screen share now. I learned things on how to save lives, and I made just above minimum wage for a long time. And then finally, um, they recognized, oh wait, hey, people that actually okay, you call EMTs ambulance drivers, but you don't call firefighters fire truck drivers you don't call cops police car drivers emts are just the the dickwad yeah that everybody waits for to try and help them get to life-saving care but get absolutely zero recognition and being a professional firefighter being a paramedic in private msn and city and working as a tack off attack medic i can tell you from my viewpoint on all three angles ems gets boned out of everything so. well, yeah obviously because they're not fucking cool <laughs> They're just all fucking dopey and doughy walking in and out of their big box. You know what was funny? One day, Your leg hurt. Our, uh, fix. our chief said, hey, we're going to be going to the um, career day for a school. So we brought the engine and the ambulance. And of course, I'm on the medic, so I'm on the box. And all the kids are jumping all over the fire truck and looking at everything, wanting to hunk the horn and whatnot. And kids go over to the ambulance like, wow, it's, you know, because it looks big and red and whatever, big colored or one of it's the biggest white thing that i've ever seen white. like i didn't yeah. think big white things were this big i didn't think they could get this big and they look, look inside they look inside and they're like oh my god it looks like a horror room just because it looks like a mobile er you know like mm. kids aren't going to be interested in that i knew that that's why you got the little the little tweaker kid over there said like, hey kid you want some heroin so <laughs> you I want some morphine and, i got some morphine for you i ended up <laughs> going over and ransacking all the stickers and and handout books so they had something to take from me so at least they'd want to come over <laughs> bribing children from your panel van how typical yeah when you think about it that way it was kind of kind of kind of sketchy a dude taking things to kind of bribe kids to come over to his van come on into my my box <laughs> that has straps that i can strap you down into yeah come in here don't worry your parents won't know don't worry no one can hear you inside don't worry about it come on we lock the door you just made my entire career very creepy in a couple of sentences. That, that's much. why EMS doesn't get fucking paid, man. There's always wet holes and shit, and they're just like putting their fingers in them. Like, hold on, let me make you feel better. I'm oh. just trying to help you. What you got to do? 
There it goes. I mean, NFL. it goes round and round. When one of those two things is messed up, then you fix it. You plug <laughs> Plus it, push you lead it. them to a fucking, <laughs> a fucking institution that bilks them out of fifty thousand dollars. Just chug a chug a chug a chug a drop them off. That'll be fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> the cops at least shoot your ex husband. <laughs> so, what does EMS do? Puts you in debt. Yeah, they're real fucking popular. To get on, to get on my ALS unit. Cause I'm ALS cause I'm a paramedic to get on a unit with a paramedic on it. You're looking at just stepping on, just stepping on signing on to $500. Yeah. Then it's an extra Easy. charge for going through the emergency room Easy. through the ambulance entrance. That's an additional 400 plus dollars just for going in that entrance of the hospital. Exactly. So why aren't we, po- why isn't EMS popular? I got a, I got a couple of reasons. Oh no, EMS <laughs> is popular, but for all the wrong reasons and with all the wrong people. I'll, I'll call EMS cause I'll get in quicker. No, you won't bitch. It's called no. triage. Get in line. No, no, you won't. The ears are backed up because of fucks like you. Don't worry though. You'll get the bill. Don't worry about that. That's constant. You will get that bill. Mm-hmm. Because they will give you a CT scan make sure that for a toenail, for an ingrown toenail. You'll still get a CT scan. You'll still get a cranial CT scan. And a tetanus shot. <laughs> That's $5,000. You'll get a tetanus shot for a headache. <laughs> and an IV. They'll make sure they get you all squared away. You better remember the last time you got that fucking tetanus shot. Because if you don't remember within the last 10 years, you're getting another one today, buddy. And it's going to be another couple hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. There, there's reasons why they're not popular with anybody. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Oh my goodness. What are you sharing? You got so it. Tra- I want it. You're selling. I'm buying. Let's hey. do this. So, well, there's a video on band.video that I want to share that I can't fully upload. You should be able to do the screen share. We won't see your pretty face, but you know, we'll survive. Should I? Be- okay. There we go. All right. There we go. There we go. All right. So here I am sharing. Yes. Can you see it? Yep. Paul okay. and block. <laughs> <laughs> So in this video, oh yeah, I know this video. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna turn the volume down. Tell me where you can hear it. I can, I can hear it. Got it right there. Yeah. All right. So. Look how much the culture has flipped. Maybe the biggest cheer at Yankees. Yeah, I don't know if it's flipped though, because that's baseball. Like sports in America, the fans have basically stayed the same. So that that's pretty. Oh, there he is, Sir Alex. That's why I spent our motto for more than knighted in the info, hardened by the truth. <laughs> did you hear his last interview he did? He said, "You know, Nietzsche said, don't stare into the abyss, or you'll become it.' And uh, I've and become he it. Goes, I have become it. And then <laughs> I um, have become it. <laughs> and then what's his name said." Uh, when all you stare in, well, when, when all you do is stare into screens, you become like a like a blue pill person, and it's like that's what that's what Alex does. He he stares into screens. That's all he does. He stares at screens at of depravity. Game, you had an individual wearing a Trump hat get attacked. Who is by this? Dude? A I, I've, I've seen him pop up, but I don't ever know his name. This is uh, Owen Schroyer. He's basically Alan uh, Alex's protege. He's nah. going to be the I think. Nothing's been officially said, but I think he's going to be the one that passes on the torch to. Hold on. Give me one second. There we go. Go on. I think this is the guy that Alex is going to pass the torch on to because he's younger. He's um, he's the guy that generally goes out into the public areas. Now he's the guy that goes 
out into the uh, crowds. He's the one that does all the marches and stuff like that. Alex mm. pretty much kind of just hangs back. If well, Alex can. does go he's out, he's too fucking high. He's too fucking high profile. He's got a target on his back. If Alex goes. does go out, he's yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'll run over somebody for throwing a coffee on him. Come over here, you little coward, you little son of a bitch. <laughs> he's a Dude, little have too on his new car for polite anyway. society. Yeah. Anyway, this is Owen Shorter, and he's. He is basically the new generation's face of InfoWars. Story. Uh, the guy's name is, I found him last night. I think his name was um, Hunter something, or uh, I don't think I'm getting him crossed up with the Bidens. I forget the gentleman's name. I found him last night. He is he is on uh, Twitter. Is His DMs are actually... I do love how they're still living open. in 2002. Uh, Scott, we could even get all these black and white printouts uh, anyway, all around I want to show you this video. So this like, gentleman... Color printers haven't been invented yet. Make America yeah. Great Again at the Yankees game. computer screen. And of course, a deranged <laughs> leftist to have Oh, man. Trying to, trying to figure out what's going on. Listen Cyprus to what happened. Come, have you sneezing? Here with our cum blocker. This is incredible. Last night, I'm going to show you two different angles. First, let's go with clip seven. The, this angle shot from an individual who's sitting in front of them. Sitting in front of them. So apparently all these guys around this guy are pro make America great again. I, I, I and granted again, that, this let me is just say those, those two black dudes Middle. aren't black enough for my dog to bark at. Them. Let me tell you that. Like they, they are the the ilkiest black guys I've ever seen in my life. Maybe the in this year. So that's basically the whole video. Bottom line, this dude got accosted for wearing a Yankee hat or for wearing a Make America Great Again at a Yankee hat, a Yankee game. God, I can't talk. Cops get involved. He gets his hat back. Everybody around him knows what's up. They see the issue. And as you saw, that dude was telling him, put the hat back on. Initially, when I first saw the video, I thought they were like taunting him, like they mm. were going to try and beat him up if he put it back on. And from the looks of the video, it kind of looks like that's what he might have thought as well initially. That's why he didn't immediately put it back on. It looked like he was trying to figure out, you know, sum up what the situation was, who who was going to be the next mm-hmm. potential threat, whatever. And when he put it back on, hearing the crowd cheer, I mean, in the middle of New York City at a Yankee game. Now, think about this from two perspectives. One, general public in a very blue blue state, in a very blue city. Number two, in an event that I assume costs a pretty good penny that's in a very blue state in a very blue city. The majority of the people that have the money in a blue city that's in a blue state are going to be your libtards. Sorry if I offend anybody. If you have money and you're in a liberal city and you're watching this, no direct offense, just self-reflect. Do you think Hunter Biden is innocent? Do you think that Sleepy Joe, old Joey No Votes, is doing good for America and really think it's normal to watch your wife get plowed by the pool boy. Yeah. But only if he's got a cute dick. I like that. Where there's a grandmother in a crack house whose grandfather is labeled the president of the United States and the family doesn't even recognize them. So just, just think about that. Okay. If, if, if you're on board with the, with the Biden bus, the short bus to the nursing home, just think about all those things real quick. Being in this position where this guy's at, and this situation erupting, that really ought to tell you where the direction of the United States of America really wants to go. 
that to I me. I think what's more, what's more shocking, because like I said, the the sports teams, sports fans, it doesn't matter about the owners, managers, whatever. They can be as woke as they want. But the sports fan, the typical sports fan, ha- it hasn't really changed demographically forever. They're no. always the same. Red, but what I think is more impressive in that video was the fact that they, that because that group is also traditionally police bootlickers. Well, it's a hard job, and you don't understand how hard it is to right. shoot a family dog exactly. if you're, you're just you know, you're just walking around. You know, it's really hard. You have to shoot all them golden retrievers. You know, and so they're just these bootlickers. Come on, man. And they've decided to very mildly, very in a very controlled way, push back against the cops. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. We're not listening to you. No, 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 no. Now, granted, it's New Yorkers, and New Yorkers are obnoxious and overbearing. That might just be a function of New York, but still, the fact that a lot of those guys in the in the stadium that are the sports fans, their family is cops. So they're always been bootlegged. They've been a part of the problem and they've been bootlegs. And now they've just had enough because they've been just beaten down for a year by those. You same are people. fake news. So I think that's the bigger story is that they yeah. egged them on and there was no old white dude going, no, come on, guys, come on. The rules are rule. Nah, they all were just like, fucking put the head on, put the head on, put the fucking head on. And then uh, he's like, okay. Yeah. And then the cops are just kind of like, yeah, Oops. I think, I think right now what we're seeing, yep. I think, I think what we're seeing right now is, you know, society will always rebel against the status quo. And when the establishment that be, and let's not play, let's not mince words. Let's not play around. We know about, um, the Grove over in California. Uh, what's the name? Bohemian Grove, right? What you're talking about? What's the name? Bohemian Grove. Thank you. We know about Bohemian Grove. We know about uh, the elite meeting in New York. Uh, we've seen how um, the United Embassies or United Nations Embassy in New York City has all the sayings plastered on gates that surround the property that talk about um, you will own nothing and you'll be you'll be happy. Uh, you will not have live in a house. You will live in a commune. Let me see if I can pull. Um, just so we can see that it's, I'm not just, you know, talking out of my ass. I'm being legit here. The, the crazy thing. Yeah, salted fan. That's a bit of a fucking stretch. <laughs> well, I guess in a legal sense he was, but not in the colloquial. Yeah. Who here was born when the OG George Bush was president? <laughs> Who here was alive when OG Bushy was president? Facts, right? United and here. Anathan. Man, they don't the even. Rock build the UN building. They did. I think so. they did. They, uh, oh, you know what? That's what I should do. I should just go back and show you the video because that's where I got it from. I should be playing smart. Anyway, the the fact of the matter is that let's, like I said, let's not mince words. Let's not pretend like there's no overseeing faculty of individuals that actually want to try and force a form of influence on the United States. Let's. Let's be real about this. Let's let's look at what it is. Um, here we go. We are investigating the video. center of the web, and we're going wherever the truth takes us. I'm Alex Jones, and this is the Info War. 
this hour, officials say multimillionaire Jeffrey Epstein has taken his own life. Jeffrey Epstein is dead after being found unresponsive at a New York City jail Saturday morning after apparently taking his own life. Officials say that his death was an apparent suicide. Surveillance video recorded inside the Metropolitan Correctional Center is missing. A camera situated just outside of Epstein's jail cell is unusable. Footage from at least one camera in the hallway may be too damaged or unusable for investigators. Like that. FBI Come on. is examining Come two on. prison cameras that malfunction. Surveillance video from outside his jail cell, it's gone missing. Now this will, of course, raise even more questions about whether the surveillance camera- <laughs> There was fabric crowned by his corpse that matches a pants suit. Was more than just suicide by hanging as it the was assailant must have worn a pants Who could it be? Say that again. I said, uh, around the corpse of Mr. Epstein was fabric the, that belongs to a designer brand of pantsuits for women ages 55 to 130. Right. We're still looking for leads and possible motives. <laughs> who Do you think, like I said, we've said this before offline a lot. of Who do you think actually ordered the hit on Epstein? Do you think it was I, the Clintons or do you think it was somebody else? Or do you think it was just a bunch of them and they just didn't get in each other's way? And <laughs> they're just like, all right, whatever. I think, I think it's one of two things. Obviously, he didn't kill himself. That's for sure. We can come to that conclusion. So who did it? I think that it was a black hat operation, meaning deep state, meaning people that he had information on in politics, in mass influence, in big government corporations. Uh, or or private corporations that go hand in hand with big government. Um, and I'm talking about things like uh, Lockheed Martin, for example, that's a private and that's a private institution. It's a private business, but it has huge major ties into the government. It's basically considered government property to walk on and, and, and try and film on. You can't, mm -hmm. it has all the same rights as a government facility, yet it's got all the same privileges of a private business. So when you, I think he had ties and information and dirt on people that are at the upper echelon of controlling facilities and, and institutions like that. And I think they initially did want to whack him. Do I think they did? No. My, my gut is telling me that word got out either through intelligence debriefing or someone flipping, which is highly unlikely. People, people do not get a conscience out of nowhere that just doesn't happen i mean even in biblical days um paul who was once saul he had to have a vision that blinded him for three days to get him to flip his mind and actually change his ways um i don't see any of these guys going blind um i think it was an intel uh recovery that was done by white hats meaning other people that are in the same institutions same military complexes same military rankings same government facilities same private institutions that have government ties well that's what i think they wanted to do that's exactly what i think was the plan but what i think the white hats did was they uh hijacked the train on the road to epstein's death and they made it look like that's what happened but i think he's still kicking it somewhere and he is the quote unquote Kraken type information release that the Trump, um, the Trump people were, were, were talking about. I think he's still there. I think there's here. Here's my bigger. I think they pulled Intel from him. Do I think he's after that? I don't know. Do here's I believe an that, interesting thing I've been thinking? Do I believe that they've done any of these tribunals over in, in Guantanamo? Not necessarily. Do I think that they have, Oh, I, Tom Hanks is over there and Oprah's there and blow. No, 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 no. 
do I think that they are scared shitless that they're about to have something happen to them? Yeah. Is it because I think that there's going to be something that's tied necessarily to I'm, Trump what that's going to happen? Is maybe, maybe not. Why? See, this is why I think Epstein's dead and he's dead, dead. And this is the, okay. So I've been thinking about it recently. So the operation he's running, he was running was basically a honeypot operation. You know, they get right. powerful people in compromising situations and then they, you know, they go on the black is typically the ammo of the FBI. The FBI likes the blackmail. That's how they ran shit since J. Edgar Hoover is right. sex blackmail, specifically sex blackmail. That's the yeah, way because that's use- the kind of thing that will. I mean, when you look at society, once upon a time, it would have been a horrible thing for it to come out that, you know, for example, JFK had an affair with Marilyn Monroe. If that information was in the, in the newspapers yeah, like it yeah. would be today, it would have been not only uh, uh, an atrocity for him personally, it would have been an atrocity for the country. People took more, more credibility uh, more for just themselves and they would have, they themselves would have felt like they would have had a black eye as well, being that that was our commander in chief of the United States that was in that type of scandal. So even if reporters or um, agents or whatever uh, leakers, potential leakers, whatever you want to call them, um, even if they had that information, which I'm sure they did. I mean, you know, some, some secret service member had to be there with, with JFK at all times, knowing that, you know, Marilyn Monroe came in and out and then also went over and saw his brother and all that kind of stuff. They didn't say anything because they didn't want to be embarrassed, but this day and age, people don't give a shit about being embarrassed. They just want to be heard. They just want to be seen. It's like what, uh, uh, Denzel Washington said, it doesn't matter if it's true. Just see it, just say it, print it, publish it. Yep. Um, just be heard. Be first. My, my, my thought process is, Cause I just, I'm, I'm trying to figure out who's got the most to lose and who's got the most to gain from Epstein's little operation and having him polished off in prison. So I, I've heard that he was a CIA plant for a long time, but his whole operation just stinks of the FBI. The FBI, yeah. it just this smells is FBI of motive. G-men. <laughs> this is FBI man. fingerprints all over it. It's got, I mean, so, but initially, initially when he was, um, basically a con artist on wall street and in um, Manhattan, that seems more likely that he could have been a CIA asset then because he wasn't doing the honeypot operation. Then he was just Intel gathering and just spying and just trying to figure shit out and all that. And then he could have done like a Snowden thing, you know, cause they share, they have sloppy seconds with each other. They don't mind sharing. So like CIA shares with the FBI and then the FBI, he starts and ends up being a bigger FBI asset. Sure. And the FBI always has this weird fucking obsession with, it's just, I don't know, it's a weird fucking sex obsession. So usually when you see some sex blackmail coming out or something, the FBI is behind it. They, they, that's just what they're good at. They're good at that and tracking serial killers. Not stopping them, but just tracking them. They're really good at those two fucking things. And that's about well, it. The reason, from, in my opinion, the reason why there's so much, um, why, why sex specifically is the motive of, of blackmail isn't just because of a cultural thing. It's also because it's a spiritual thing. And I don't mean to get too religious on you or, or in depth into theology, but when you look at how God operated with us and still does, every time he made an oath or commitment, a bond, there was bloodshed for every commitment that he made uh, for, all, for our salvation, there was Jesus. 
prior to Jesus in the Judeo law of, that's in the Torah, uh, every four years or seven years, I think it was four, four, or six, four six or seven, um, six would be more probable. But anyway, every so often they would have to travel to their hometown for two reasons. One, for um, citizen polls, basically identifying how many citizens were in their, were in their state that, that said that I am a citizen of uh, Jerusalem, I am a citizen of, you know, whatever. And they would also go to the temple and they would sacrifice um, lambs, ox, goats, and the blood of those animals would be uh, prayed over, sanctified, and then sprinkled onto the people. Now we look at that in today's time and say, that's radical, that's crazy. But in that period of time prior to Jesus, that is exactly what was necessary in a Judea law. And it's still practiced today by some uh, staunch Jews. That is how you are forgiven of your sins. The, the thing is, whenever there was a bond that was done, blood was shed. When you look at how the sex act, the ritual is performed between man and woman, from a spiritual point of view, not only are you bonding yourself, you know, we can look at it from uh, a real, like a reality form of, you know, negativity of pessimism and say, oh, she's going to take half my shit and things like that. We can also look at it from the point of view of saying, okay, now I have a partner to be able to help me take the, take care of the house, take care of the kids. I have a financial partner, a life partner that I can, a business partner, if you will, that will essentially be my right-hand man. But when you look at it from a spiritual point of view, what it is, is you are bonding two souls together. You are stitching, sewing, suturing two human souls into one. Um, for example, I have gauged ears. If I wanted to close my ears, they each had a, a 25 millimeters, so an inch. So I had an inch hole in my, in my earlobe. If I wanted to close that, what they would have to do is cut some skin off, cut the skin that isn't cut from that open on the sides, and then allow that raw skin to touch and then suture that closed so it would then form together. You are essentially cutting yourself open through your dating process. You are showing each other who you are. You are revealing your inner person, personal self. You are showing your true colors to each other on good days, bad days. And when you decide, yes, this is the person I'd like to be with, then you are taking the measure of stitching those two open souls together to make one. And the physical ramification of that is the breaking of the hymen, blood being spilled in a ritual act of bonding together. And that is why uh, a woman bleeds the first time she has intercourse from a spiritual standpoint. Also from a scientific standpoint, there's only two times that a hormone is released in a woman's brain. Um, I can't remember which one it is. Oxytocin, I can't remember when she breastfeeds and when she has intercourse. And what that chemical does is it creates a bonding of the images and the senses of that person permanently into their memory. And that's why as soon as a baby's born, they immediately give it to the mother to latch onto number one, to help the child to be able to uh, grow that instinct of, of suckling and allow that suckling uh, pressure to instigate um, milk flow through the glands and the breasts, but the chemical reaction, the physical, the anatomical reaction of all that releases chemicals in the woman's brain that then bonds that woman closer to the child. That's one of the reasons why skin to skin contact with a newborn is so imperative that they feel connected, that they feel bonded. 
It's something that they've been practicing and they even do it with the father. I took my shirt off and I held my baby in a, in a, in a blanket. I held both of them as soon as they were born. That was the practice that the hospital allowed and, and encouraged. So I did it and I, and I held my kids and I got to tell you, it was probably the most uh, surreal moment in my life. Um, they've done oh, studies. I think it was at just Harvard. To clarify, the reason why the FBI uses sex blackmail is because J. Edgar Hoover wanted to suck on Jack Kennedy's titties. He wanted to bond with him and he was jealous. So he was like, you know what? No other person is going to get that titty. And then he killed him and in a spit of fit of rage and then OD'd Marilyn and then killed everybody because that was his dick. That's right. And he needed that. He wanted that milk. He wanted that the, sweet, the, sweet Irish cream. <laughs> the, the reason why, okay, I'm getting off track. Thanks. I, the, the, the reason why they go for that is because it's, it's depraved. It's evil. It's defiling. It's grotesque on every level. I don't care if you're an atheist. I don't care what religion you have. If you're agnostic, I don't care what it is. When you see someone having uh, sexual intercourse in a un, um, give me a second. When they when they want to, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what religion. When you see someone having unconsensual sexual relations with somebody else, especially if it's a child, you're going to be it, 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 it's offensive to the senses. It's offensive to the mind. It's offensive to the soul. It's offensive to everything. And that's, that's their mo That's their motive. That's their routine. They, they know it doesn't matter if it's someone in the middle East, that's Pakistani, that's Muslim. It doesn't matter if it's someone basically going to get shit on basically everywhere in the world. That's, just that's just brainwashed into communist belief it doesn't matter if it's an american that's christian when it's that type of information on somebody it's going to damn them permanently in public and potentially with legal ramifications it's an easy clear shot it's like a shotgun it's going to go through everything mm -hmm. it's a it's a clear way to screw somebody yeah so i mean i i think you're right i think that's why they had the operation set up the way they did um, and plus, I think it's more clear that the FBI has more to do with this story and these fucking sex islands than the CIA, just because Epstein got complete immunity from the DOJ, which never fucking happens. Yeah. How the fuck do you get compute? And then moreover, and this is why I'm, I think why I'm just kind of curious who he screwed over or why is when he got his immunity revoked and his ass got thrown in the slammer immediately. Like that shit doesn't happen because he'd been doing this operation for what? For years. years? Yeah. yeah. Like forever. And, and why now and, would they And just, just to kind of go off a little, on top, to, little further off the topic, then go ahead. Yeah. Why then would they, because he's not the only one that got running doing no, this. No, no. So what was it that made him, because essentially the only reason why they'd shut him down is if he becomes compromised. He's a compromised asset. Right. And now if he's a compromised asset doing this kind of fucking sex blackmail, that's even worse because the whole pedophile ring is bad enough for the people involved, but then the go a government agency supporting it is really bad. <laughs> so, but like, he's not the only one doing this bullshit. He's not the only one. And if you just look at raw data, Americans are leading the world in this kind of debaucherous behavior. So, the FBI's got plenty of targets, so it would make sense. You know, he, he's not the only one. So who did he, how did he get fucking compromised? Because that's the only way he was going to end up in jail. 
And the only way he was going to end up getting suicided by Clinton. So, you know, like how, how does, how does he get, who did he fuck over to do that? I don't, I don't know who, I don't know how it came out. Well, there's a couple of ways that it could just from us starting this, look at how many times we've, we've fucked up on, on camera, right? Oh no. What if he accidentally walked into a room and he was on video with the person? What if he was seen with somebody photoed, you know, where you take a selfie with somebody or whatever and, oh, look at this. And he's in the background and the person goes, hey, you want to release that video? Okay, I'm going to release the video that or the the photos that I was Mm going to put on Instagram and show everybody that you were there with me. So it had to Um, have been somebody higher up. That mm-hmm. tried to, that's probably you're probably right that's probably what happened it was a, they someone blackmailed tried to get blackmailed and then they went go fuck yourself and they counter blackmailed them and then mm-hmm. they went mm-mm, yep mm-mm. yep too many loose ends we don't want to have they and then he's a compromised asset because all it takes is they, one they, of those guys they had to uh die and that's it. it the whole network collapses yep. the node collapses but yeah. then wouldn't it just and be, for it to oh, go on that be, long they can't they can't just have him like go back and just go back into obscurity because now too mm-hmm. many big names know it and they, they can't risk it anymore. They have well, to- I mean, it, it goes back and, and I know we're not going to be able to get into this video on this, on this uh, video cast today. Um, this is just kind of a teaser of what we're basically going to be doing, showing you guys information. You guys make up your mind. We're going to put in our input. You guys decide what you want. Um, but as far as this goes, and I know we're going to wrap up real quick, but as far as this goes, I think... The way it happens is, you know, one person, Epstein went up to one guy. I'm just going to use names for examples, just so we have a clarity of understanding of my analogy. Epstein goes up to Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is like, yeah, you know, I, I was in big. I played, I, I portrayed as a kid, blah, blah, blah. He had to get his mind into the mindset of a kid, right? So any actor, any actress that has to get into that mindset, you, they do their thing. They get Oscars and nominees and awards and whatever for all that. You've seen how deep into character people get that it really fucks with their head. Uh, Jim Carrey is one aspect when he played uh, the man in the moon. Uh, Another one is um, Heath Ledger when he played Joker. I'm just saying, for example, when we think it's able to the idea of pedophilia and want to be with a kid, I'm just saying for some people, it's a lot easier than others. Same reason why it's a lot easier for some people to get addicted to gambling than it is for others. Um, It just depends on the person and I don't know necessarily how to look and say, oh, that guy is a gambler. Oh, that guy is, a, you know, whatever. I don't know how to do that. I'm just saying that everybody has their thing. Everybody has their, their weakness. And Epstein went up to somebody, found their weakness, found out that's what it was, enticed them. They get hooked. Boom. They get caught. They get, they get their dirt on this person. And they say, we're not going to release this video. We're not going to you know, blow you out of the water if you bring me another person. So now they have someone working for them. Mm-hmm. Like a like a pyramid scheme, they bring someone else in. They feel like you know Tom Hanks is their middle friend. If Tom's cool with them, I guess they're cool. And then it starts getting into you know after hour talk around the table with some whiskey, that kind of thing. Bada bing, bada boom. Things get let up. Dates get planned. Flights get scheduled. Go on Lolita Express, and boom, there's another one. And then same thing. Well, now you got to bring another one, and then another one, and then another one. But for 15 years, it, it didn't all just happen in the air on this infamous airplane. And you got to also think about the pilots that were involved, how they got hooked on it, how they kept their mouths shut. Mm-hmm. You got to think about, I mean, I saw a everybody. dude that everybody, I mean, I saw a dude that went onto the Island 
uh, illegally just to videotape it and see what the hell was on the island. He had a fucking ambulance. Like he had his own everything on there. Like it was yeah, its own city. Going on. So everybody was on it. It was like uh, debauchery headquarters. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. anything and everything you could imagine doing that you couldn't talk about, that you couldn't admit to, that you couldn't be caught dead even yeah. thinking about, you could do it on this island. Whatever it is, doesn't matter what it is. Killing somebody doesn't matter. Drinking blood doesn't matter. Having sex with a kid doesn't matter. Anything and everything you could think and of they doing. Can just get as much dirt on you as they need. Yeah. Just as much fucking blackmail as they need. But, but you also, years go by. Years go by. They stop caring. They stop thinking about they're going to get caught. You know what I mean? You know, I wonder. They think now, wonder, okay, I'm in the club. I wonder, this just came up through my head because recently I've been listening to some uh, podcasts on just human trafficking in the u.s and by human trafficking yeah you know, it's so poorly defined in the u.s because everything associated with the government is just nebulous. what we're doing right now with the illegal immigrants shipping them over to military bases i.e fort bliss yeah i mean it, trafficking is fucking moving people and then shipping point, them out from fort bliss all over and god under god's creation throughout america that is human trafficking that's human trafficking you know that, people, that is and human they want, they, because we're just, doing human trafficking. I, the only reason i have Border patrol it's just because you know the government likes to classify prostitution is human trafficking because who would do that unless they're being forced plenty of horny people would do that <laughs> like that's not human trafficking you know and it goes all the way from that to slavery so and everything in the middle so you just need to really kind of so i've been i've been listening and kind of learning about what the deal is with that and just that is a depressing fucking world to go into just absolutely fucking depressing um uh and just the fact Very. that america leads the world in it that's kind of that's really fucking well it's not surprising it's just kind of depressing but and the, the number one that, time that most people are trafficked is around super bowl that's crazy yeah and it's all and they have fucking like babies and sh- everything from babies all the way up through adults and then as you just get older they just transition from being a sex toy into like a fucking actual slave <laughs> you know like or, well you're kind of blown out now it's time to go do this time to go uh, make the bed and shit you know so like shit just transitions and it, well, anyway, and I don't know. Um, I don't know how. I don't know how real this is. I don't know how real this is. But I saw, um, you know, how you can fake everything these days. I don't know if this is fake or not. But I saw tweets and uh, screenshots of this restaurant in New York. This high-end boutique, you know, super expensive, super elite restaurant that serves human. I think I heard something about it. And they say thank you to, and they say the name of the person. I don't remember the name. I'm just going to say John Doe. We thank John Doe for his sacrifice for this wonderful meal. We're going to honor you for that. Thank you so much. You know, like what, what? So it, it transitions, man. You go from, <laughs> you go from being, you go from being cuties fuckable to panel van can't free candy fuckable to dinner <clears throat> because exactly. you've just been too worn out. And it, I mean, that's and, and, and organ harvesting. And and organ harvesting. I mean, think and about Oregon heart and the whole fucking game. It's a fucking, it is a depressing fucking world to look into. But anyway, the reason why I bring this back to maybe why Epstein got pinched uh, is because the way that these, the way that these circles operate now, unless you're buying somebody, everything is basically free. You go as far as the porn is concerned, as far as all that shit, that shit's basically free now. Right. And it's just weird, like you know, it's just free, just because that's how it, the internet makes everything cheap. So what they do is it goes the 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 way this, and this is kind of how it's always worked. Now it's just in mass. What you'll do is you'll get a fucking file drop, 
and you'll get, you know, 10,000 pictures or videos or whatever the fuck you want. And then you'll add some of your own and then you, and it goes on and on and on and on and on. So that way, when eventually that, that line gets intercepted by the cops anywhere in the world, you still got a whole bunch of backup nodes all around. And it's just the same way that pirating movies work. That's the way it fucking right. works. That's the way right. that kind of dis- that illegal distribution works. You have right. to have caches. Otherwise, it just you you can't. R.I.P. LimeWire. Yeah, <sighs> we we missed the new the new Lincoln Park LP. <laughs> that's three hundred and forty five gigs. Yeah, exactly. What are you what are you what are you getting? What are you getting? Oh, I'm getting Eminem's new single. That's a that's a terabyte. Yeah. Is that even possible? In and we're on dial up. That's going to take six months. <laughs> what what's happening? It's worth it. You leave me alone. No one call. And uh, so. That these these nodes add on. So what probably happened, and I, this is what I'm thinking: somebody, because these people that operate in these circles don't just stay to themselves, because they're either active pedophiles or whatever. That's just the way they are. You know, it's very unlikely that because everybody that's been on the internet more than a minute and since 1990 has stumbled upon illegal porn of some right. fucking variety. Everybody right. has stumbled upon it. And most people that stumble upon it will just leave it mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's you just you stumble upon it. If you got a file drop, you did not stumble upon it. <laughs> like you sought it out is what happened. Yeah. And you and like you said, the way these operations work is you bring me somebody else and you bring me this. because it has to be a trusted circle. Otherwise, the operation can't go on. Sure. So Epstein got brought in, probably, probably fucked up a mark, probably. Or he thought it was, or like he got somebody that he picked out, and then you know you bring me somebody else, and that person brought a unsecured mark to him, and then the guy was recording something that he shouldn't have been recording or something, and right. he went and put it on his personal collection. Then these file drops get around to him. He adds it to his file drop and then sends it off along its way. Well, then it gets intercepted somewhere down the line. And now a government asset has been identified and they go, well, it's this. And then it, yeah. then the whole fucking thing spiral. And yep. that's probably what the Pizzagate, like, um, not rumors, cause they weren't rumors, but the Pizzagate, uh, I don't know how you, Max. It, it's just kind of the noise ripple, whatever came to be is that it's not a legitimate, like actual pizza place necessarily. It's just, that's a code word for these hubs where you go and you get, you trade shit, you know? And, Surprise, motherfucker! And the one in D.C. probably, you know, because they they can name it whatever the fuck they want. It's not, and people think that you know these fucking brainlit media types think that you have to be everything's rigid. It has to be exactly the way it's fucking. It, well, it says Papa John's, but Papa John's has no fun. They don't have to fucking say it. There's code words and shit. Like, how do you think these operations work? Right. And, and like, not that I would know. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I would know, (laughs) but like, so the DC node gets compromised and then now this node has somebody who's real fucking important in DC plus the FBI asset who used to be a CIA asset on fucking tape. And then it goes all the way and then they can just fucking spider web it out to everybody because the node's been compromised. So everybody attached to that node is compromised and now the government, one of the government's nodes is compromised and God knows how many tangential nodes get compromised. So you need to fucking close that shit down right now. So no more news stories, no more nothing. 
everybody gets buried, literally speaking, and nobody fucking talks about it. So, and I think that also might lead into why it was such a messy fucking hit job. Because like you said, there was probably a lot of private interest in getting him whacked and not in a Cinemax way, but like in an actual fucking way, get him fucking taken off the map. Well, the government wants to get him knocked off too. Well, they're not going to be communicating with each other because they don't want it. The whole point is that they don't know each other exists. So then a government group and then the private group goes in at the same time and it fucks everything up. And then they leave, but now there's been too many hands on the operation, <laughs> and it becomes obvious that he got assassinated. And they're like, what the fuck? And now they can't grease his fucking old yeah. lady because everyone's looking at her because it was so fucking sloppy. They can't do it. So now they're just going to have to hope and pray that not too much shit got out. <laughs> you know, they can, they can fucking put a lid on shit. And maybe take See, care think- of people behind the scenes. But like maybe that because that's just what I've been thinking about is just like, you know, it's easy to think it was just like the Queen of England ordered the hit. Eh, eh, no, it's more likely because this ha- reeks of an FBI operation from start to finish. And then it reeks that this guy fucked up one time, one fucking time in a big way. It wasn't even him necessarily, but it got yeah. attached to him. And now the FBI Something. needs yep. to go make him go the fuck away. And yep. if, if it was anything, if it was just like a regular old honeypot operation, kind of like, you know, Ling Ling and fucking what's his name in D.C. What's the the dude that. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, t- not Tapper. Um, uh, what's uh, his fucking that fucking guy. Why am I fucking yeah. Swalwell? Swalwell. <laughs> who was with someone who swallowed very well. And, uh, you know, if it's a normal honeypot operation like that for like the, yeah, on the on the intelligence side. Your asset gets compromised. Okay, just pull him back. And yeah. That's it. Yeah. And, you, and then you don't got to kill him. You just have him reassigned to something else or somewhere else where they don't know where they are, who they are. Wait some time, cool down period, all that shit. You don't got to fucking kill him if it's just a regular old honeypot operation. But if you're fucking with kids, people are going to react very badly to that. <laughs> very strongly and almost universally. They're going to remember that for a long time. And it's just, And that's the way it's always fucking been. Throughout human history, really, throughout human history. I mean, we can go back and say, well, people used to marry 13-year-olds. Yeah, but you live to be 20. So, I mean, relatively, right. you know, okay, yeah. 13-year-olds are legal. Six-year-olds never were. But you never divorced them just because of, you know, you didn't go out in the woods and blow their brains out. Yeah, you didn't. You, and that's why, you know, we have all these horror stories from the Middle Ages of all these people fucking with kids and stealing kids and shit. It wasn't like it was appropriate then either. Or it wasn't appropriate in the Bronze Age. Exactly. It was never appropriate. People didn't like it. And they don't like it because it's on a gut level. You just know it's fucking wrong. So you have this universal, universally condemned behavior. And now your organization is linked to it. (laughs) You need to get rid of it now. (laughs) And you got to get rid of it. But what I'm... And I just don't, I just don't fucking understand the whole, it's just so sloppy. And that also reeks of a fucking FBI thing, not a CIA. Well, the CIA has sloppy international <laughs> work, but the, the domestic side of thing, NSA is the this, tightest n- the domestic side operations we got is the NSA. The NSA is tight right. and they know how to run their shit and they run it very, very, very well. UN intelligence, very, 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 very well. You have some organizations that are super tight. What's the Russian one? FSB? All that. They're very fucking tight. Very fucking tight. 
You get the CIA. Eh, we know about the CIA, so they're not as tight. FBI is the loosest fucking game. And they are so bad at shit. And when they cover it up, they always just flail. And they just and they just have this screeching noise as they're like no no don't nothing to see on the grassy knoll people nothing to see on the grassy yeah knoll. yeah don't even go over yeah. there stop looking over nothing there. to talk about waco let's not talk about 1993 let's not talk about right. the 90s at all let's not talk about ruby ridge nope. let's not talk about none of that none, nope. none of that none of that we, that doesn't fucking exist um shout out to janet reno who's burning in hell and uh <laughs> <laughs> nice but she's nice what a fucking cunt that was anyway but like you know this I, i'm just wondering who the fucking comp the, who's the guy that fucking wrecked it because on one hand we should applaud them for being stupid enough to do it and on the second hand have them put lined up against the wall with everybody else involved you yeah know? like I don't think there's a lot of sympathy in the world for these kind. Like, I think there's more sympathy in the world for just a run-of-the-mill pedophile who's just like touching himself, watching a fucking playground with his binoculars. Well, be like, eh, eh. <laughs> but like, this shit is so unforgivable. I don't know how we get around it besides lining them up and just taking them out of the fucking gene pool, you know? And I, I know, I just, I the whole operation. I just want to know. The end point. Because if you know the end point, you can work backwards quickly. Yeah. Who's the guy that fucked it up? Because it's a guy. It's not a girl. Let's be honest. It's not a lady. It's some dude. <laughs> it's some dude with hairy balls and a fupa. We know this. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't know who the fuck it is. And then you got people like Hunter Biden who just flagrantly lose their intel, you know. <clears throat> and so they, there's those operations gone to shit. But I don't know who it was, but I just, I just want to fucking know who that was. Who that, who, and, uh, I don't know. It just bothers me. And I think about it every couple like months. I'm always wondering, who the fuck was it? Who did it? <laughs> Who's the one that did it? Because it looks like the FBI is the one that killed them. But then like, okay, who were they? Who tipped them off? Like, what? Well, I'm sure I can dig. If I dig for it, I'll find it. But like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just interesting. Anyway, that was a divergence. Yeah. Let's go well, on to this before we, we, we wrap up. Your, your UN on the wall type deal. Let me see if I can find it. I think, but the United Nations. I don't know why. Audio. IMF, World Bank, these are people globally. We're to be ready for that. Oh, there is a mark. Don't be stitchy, Mark. Don't be stitchy. Connected to reality. That's the sweet spot we try to operate in. Yeah, there we go. Massage that little hole. And that it's is how we've gotten our world government. So I asked the question that I first asked at the beginning of this investigative report. Who is most powerful? Is it the Bilderberg Group? Is it the CFR? Is it the Trilateral Commission, the IMF, the World Bank, the UN, Microsoft, IBM? I'm going to answer that question here in just a few minutes. As the council's prestige and numbers grow, it needs a bigger home. And the late... It's anime. Anime's been Council member Harold Pratt's Park this. Avenue becomes its iconic headquarters. With the nuclear arms race on the way, CFR invites a young Harvard scholar to oversee a study group on deterrence. The council publishes Henry Kissinger's resulting book, becomes an unexpected piece. bestseller, and <laughs> launches one of the most influential <laughs> diplomatic careers of the century. I think it's bad will be to develop an overall strategy for America in this period when really a new world order can be created. It's a great opportunity. 
Under Chairman David Rockefeller, the council opens a small office in Washington, D.C. Long overdue, women are invited to join. Oh, yes. The council adds a first. new term member program for younger professionals. Military fellowships provide rising officers and to think more broadly about national security. Plus, international affairs fellowships are created to build a bridge There's between academia and government and create scholar practitioners. It is a superb program, and it was indeed one of the best, best experiences of my life. World War II was generation-defining. It was the deadliest conflict in human history. Ushered in the age of nuclear weapons, and about dominated by European powers. In the wake of its destruction, governments met to try to form a new world. What the world fuck order. you think you're doing talking to me like they that? created yeah, institutions that became up. household names to the generations that followed. The United Nations, the International Monetary Fund, and the World Bank. The United Nations, founded in 1946, purportedly to stop world war by unifying all the nations under a central, powerful world government. And it was the Rockefeller family and their foundation that donated the land here in New York City to build that this facility, this, kind of looks this like obelisk with a thyroid problem. world government. So right here in New York, we have Jeffrey Edifile Compound. We have the Pratt House and the Council on Foreign Relations. And we have the United Nations right here. But which one's more powerful? Which one is more corrupt? Which one is more evil? And the answer is all of them. They were all created by a blueprint developed by Cecil Rhodes 130 years ago Not to establish Cecil. a corporate world government and take over every country, to take over every major corporation, and Cecil. to unify them behind an end game goal. It would be a guy a world government with a fucking name that would then carry out a medical a dictatorship. Not a Jack. Depopulation. Not a Roger. Depopulation is a, a new thing. Plato, 2,300 years ago, said they should depopulate the earth. And you move forward thousands of years to Sir Thomas Malthus saying he wanted to depopulate what is the UK today. So this idea has been promoted for thousands of years. And the United Nations has all these great excuses and all these great reasons it exists. But at the end of the day, it was set up by the Rockefellers and by the globalists to establish a corporate world government. And how does this corporate world government control people? It controls them through blackmail. The death of the financier raises yet more questions about accusations of sex trafficking involving dozens of underage girls, which allegedly took place in his various estates from 2002 to 2005. In court filings, Gouffre says she became an underage teen sex slave for Epstein, who was later directed by Maxwell and Epstein to have sex with many, quote, powerful men. Not including me. numerous I think it's powerful, powerful business executives, okay. foreign presidents, and other champion. world leaders. Among those Gouffre names and depositions, British royalty, Prince Andrew, former governor and UN ambassador, Bill Richardson, and the influential former senator from Maine, George Mitchell. There are a number of co-conspirators that allow these things to occur. Uh, active co-conspirators, as well as passive, watched what he was doing and said nothing over the years. There are three categories of people that I think it's important we talk about. It's the abusers, the enablers, and then the friends of Jeffrey Epstein. And the friends fall into a category where you had Jeffrey Epstein, this man masquerading as a money manager in New York City, a wealthy guy who had so many people 
on his side. These friends of Jeffrey Epstein are the people who were on his island, who were in his house at dinner. Those same people were having conversations with women who we now know were sexually and sexually abused. Those trying to focus on them lips, them thin lips. Including Wes Wexner, are the people forward and speak up. Some theorists are arguing the world's most powerful people have been involved in his alleged prostitute. Ah, boo. Buffering. He looks like fucking Ted Danson's like less popular brother. Right. But way more popular. Okay, blah, 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 blah. They and they go. Oh, that guy looks like my old boss. Go fuck him right in the fucking face. Go fuck yourself. I don't even know you. Just go fuck yourself. Here we go. I don't like you. That rainbow circle symbol, that's a sun symbol or an ancient swastika symbol. And that's what Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, and all of them wear. And their goals are basically the end of humanity as we know it. It turns all the gay the end of poverty because most people are going to be dead. Behind closed doors on this New York campus, a secret gathering of some of the world's most powerful people. Gates, Buffett, Bloomberg, Winfrey. It was like, well, it was like super friends. Together with others in the meeting, including George Soros, Ted Turner, David Rockefeller, they're worth more than $125 billion. That Ted much money, that much okay. power around innocent. one table. Nobody started the WCW. What were they doing? What were they scheming? Total world domination? That is the truth. This group, together for six hours, was talking about charity, education, emergency relief, global health, the new Superman and Wonder Woman, God, the super rich so friends, not fighting bad guys, but fighting for good nonetheless. Apparently, one of the things they discussed was what each of them knows about what really works and what if doesn't they had, work. They so they concentrate. So we will see like definitely a lot of anger um, already now, but probably increased by the end of the year. So um, we have to prepare for a more angry world. And I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. It's important to understand that the UN has a lot of good people working for it, just like every institution does. His eyes but it was so founded by very, very evil globalists like who want to get man to give over our nature that is inclined to love God and to allow a scientific system to take control of our trajectory, to give up our will to them so that these engineers can play God. So I think it's fitting that we have sirens going off in the background because this is an emergency. Here we have the United Nations promoting to us their world system. Will food become a streaming service? Will nature, so a prelude to the weather modification that's been going on for more than 70 years, they're now declassified. What should the world's diet be? So the United Nations is telling you, we're going to tell you what your diet is. And they tell you, you will eat bugs. You will drink sewage. You will have nothing. You will own nothing. And you will like it. Imagine a world where the richer you are, the less you own. A world where a fancy car, a large house, and expensive clothes cease to be a status symbol and become a burden. How would life look like? No belongings, no commodities, no wallet, no assets. Well, on the flip side, everyone have their 
big old flapjack titties hanging Property. out because we're going back to a world where the only that's okay. No, that's a that's a perk. The phrase you will own nothing and you will be happy. My question is, if I don't own anything, then who does? Who controls the resources? Well, it seems like the most obvious answer is the very people who practically own everything now, i.e. members of the World Economic Forum. No conspiracy, just factual and well-stated intentions. Is it possible to own nothing but have everything? The problem is with this video is it's the exact mood of like a dystopian thing that you'd be sort of forced to sit and watch with matchsticks holding your eyes open in a great big terrifying cinema. Uyghur ready for you. Everyone will have their own Uyghur. For the good of environment, eat less meat. Video buffering. Eat you can fuck yourself. The idea that we will own nothing and we will be happy sounds like a terrifying, not Orwellian, but sort of Huxleyan idea that we will be somered into compliance, drugged by a sort of a magical substance in our water. Although it did sound pretty nice to have every with day. the objectives like of the of powerful while we live as kind of human drones. Gradually, by selective breeding, <laughs> the congenital differences between rulers and not, ruled will increase terrible, until they become almost different species. A revolt of the plebs would become as unthinkable as an organized insurrection of sheep against the practice of eating mutton. Bertrand Russell. H.G. Wells, Bertrand Russell, and hundreds of other eugenicists constantly bragged about how the establishment believed themselves to be a separate, more advanced... I think this is a good spot to end it just because uh, the image on the screen is so beautiful. I mean, that was basically where the... This is basically where all the signs are at. He showed most, uh, probably about half of them. But they're there. They're there. I mean, it's not like they've—it's not like they've ever been fucking quiet about their intentions. No, they—they they they hide, fucking books they hide it, it in plain sight. You don't see it on the news. You don't see it on CNN. You don't—you don't see it on mainstream media. You don't see it plastered all over the boards of anything. It's there. You just have to go and look for it. And the way that everything has been built is—I mean, we're—we're we're at a point right now where you can either see what's happening, agree that you see what's happening or you just close your eyes and pretend like it's not there. Go back to your iPhone, go back to your beer, go back to your sitcoms or whatever, go back to your Netflix shows. But soon those are going to be gone too. I mean, you look at what's been going on with the, with the pandemic and how many people got affected with that. How many people weren't able to pay for that? How many people's iPhones got shut off? How many people's beer ran out of the fridge? How many people's lights got turned off? All the little necessities that make life comfortable. How many people got jolted into a reality of what a dystopian communistic situation ahead of us is going to be all the parents in Loudoun County, apparently. Yeah. Unfortunately, what I think is happening is a lot of people think that they're going along with the narrative that, Oh, this is all Trump's fault. This is all the Republicans fault. This is all somebody else's fault. And it's Shh, quiet down. Just lay back down. Just lay back. Down. It's okay. And it's, it's a lulling of the uprising. We are in the lulling right now. We are in the beginning steps the beginning notes of the lullaby that's going to be played to the masses to 
quiet everybody back down. They're realizing their mainstream media isn't working. They realize that no one's believing Biden. They realize they don't have a control on the actual culture, even with all the pushing of the LGBTQ and all this debauchery that's you know somewhat enticing because it's different. It's a new thing to try it. So whatever. They're realizing they don't have it. They could. They could if enough people don't stand up. And unfortunately, history tells us that nobody will stand up until it's right about too late. Yep. And until it's fucking obvious to everybody and you can't hide from it. And when it's at that point, you're looking at situations like the, what the military is going through right now. I mean, they're talking about mandating the vaccine only if it's FDA approved. But if they FDA approve it, then they're going to have to go through all, all the actual extensive researches and testing before they get the, the actual approval done. Because right now it's approved only under emergency necessity. And because it's under emergency necessity, they don't have to release any of the information of the testing that they've done on it. So it's a it's a catch-22. They're pushing the idea of it being mandated when it's not really fully mandated. And they don't want it to really be mandated, but they want it to be pushed with the idea of an emergency necessity. So let's just get it done. Basically, cheat. And a lot of people are waking up to it, but not enough are. I mean, like I said, everybody, go and, go and find the information yourselves. You obviously know where we stand on a lot of things. This is what's being pushed to us as Americans and to everybody globally. Um, we're going to go in more in depth in that video. And we're going to pour more information out there and just kind of go over it, mull over it. Uh, I think our audio is kind of messed up. We'll try and fix that. Sorry. But uh, we're just learning as we go. Like I said, we're just two dudes that are doing our best to try and make, make ideas dudes work. <laughs> but with that, I think we're going to close. Oh, real quick. Things I don't give a fuck about. Tell you what I don't give a fuck about. I don't give a fuck about these people coming to my door asking me if I have a vaccine. So, <laughs> yeah, that shit's gonna work out very well. <laughs> I can my, I'm gonna tell you right I now, you come to my door, I'm gonna, well. I'm gonna if I see two people come to my door in what look like government suits, I'm answering that door butt ass naked and I'm gonna ask them if they know about Jesus. <laughs> have your fucking Mormon ID tag. That's it. Through your fucking pack. Just I'm gonna have my bicycle right there ready. Cling cling, y'all know about Jesus. Y'all want to know about some Jesus? Y'all want to know about that Jesus juice? Y'all want to know about what's really good? Or y'all going to be little bitch? Bitches. That's a good idea. I just <laughs> no one wants to fight a dude that's naked. No one wants to fight a dude that's naked. Nope. Especially nope. one that's saying, uh, talking like a Jehovah's Witness. Then you're definitely not. Do you have a minute? Just my time. Can I spend some of your time talking about your Lord? Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah, do that. See what happens. All right, y'all. It's been fun. All right, man. I guess Catch we're going to end it now. It was a good talk. And uh, like and like everybody says, everybody says to try and get more more people to sign up and everything. We're going to pander to everybody just like everybody else does. Like, share, subscribe, whatever. Click, whatever. Support us to the law enforcement authorities because any publicity is good publicity. And we're going to mm. be famous. And then we're going to get a deal that will make book deals that will get us on everyone. Okay? We're going to blow up overnight. Okay? What the Listen. reality is, is we're going to be put on no-fly lists. We're going to be picked up in the middle of the night. You'll never hear from us again. Hey, hey, but hey, look, hey, at least we'll meet new people, okay? Don't ever underestimate, okay, who knows who you're going to meet? Sure. Probably some cool guys, some pretty neat dudes doing slick sure. stuff all the time, okay? And that's pretty cool. You never know. You could be you Bert just waiting for your Ernie. You never know. You just never know. You could be your Bert. You could be Bert just waiting for your Ernie. That's right. Toot toot. <laughs> All right, guys, y'all have a good one. Check you out next time.